when you're not producing huge amounts of adrenaline, you can use your fat efficiently as, uh, as a fuel again. Welcome to the High Performance Health Podcast with your host, Angela Foster. The show where we talk about everything you need to break through limits and achieve a high performance mind, body and lifestyle. Hi friends, in this week's episode of Bite Size Biohacks, I want to share something that I think is really important to grasp, especially at this time of year, especially when we're so busy with Christmas shopping, um, family coming over, entertaining, all the different things that we have to fit in. And this is coming on the back of two years, really, of stress for many people, in fact, for everyone. Uh, it's a universal experience that we've been through over the last two years. And now, from an economic perspective, um, If you listen to the news, things don't, they seem a bit bleak. And I think it's easy for us, particularly as women, to take on too much. So definitely turn off the news would be my first thing. But apart from that, um, there is a a really important point here because what I'm seeing when I look at lots of women's Dutch tests, for example, is that um, in some cases they have very, very high stress levels when I look at their cortisol. But then in other cases, they're not, they haven't got very much freely available cortisol. And it's almost like the body is trying to sort of defend itself and make less available because it inherently knows that that woman's body needs to slow down. And then in other cases, what I see is very kind of flat lining of the cortisol rhythm. And this can be really difficult because it's a real challenge then to get out of bed in the morning and to feel energized and be able to get on with everything you have to do. So if we want to live our best lives, we definitely need to be managing our adrenal function and really understanding when we are in an acute phase of stress and when our body's starting to compensate and really anticipating and getting there and taking action before we move into exhaustion because it's so much harder. As you know from my experience, with burnout and you may have had this experience yourself it's so much harder to turn that ship around and so one of the things we need to do is actually to slow down and when we are pushing too hard all of the time not only is it impacting our adrenal function but often it's impacting our metabolism we can have um, dysregulated blood glucose it can lead to higher insulin and interestingly it can also lead to quite a lot of belly fat storage and this is when i see many women they're struggling with that they're disappointed and so they end up adding more on so doing more workouts really to try and compensate for that and try to get rid of the fat and often they'll add in lots and lots of hit workouts and actually that can just put more stress on the body sometimes what we need to do is actually to really dull things back and it sounds counterintuitive but by engaging in restorative practices like yoga and breath work and long walks we actually end up burning a whole load more body fat as well. And we give our body what it needs to recover and to feel better. And so in today's Bite Size episode, I'm going to be sharing with you a a clip from my interview with Dr. Libby Weaver. She makes this very important point. Um, It was a super popular episode. If you want to go back and listen to that episode, it's episode 105. But in this clip, I think she kind of summarizes what I'm saying here. And as I say, if you want to go back and listen to the full episode, it's episode 105. Imagine there was a way that you could improve the health of your skin and hair and your brain all at the same time in one deliciously tasting chocolatey drink. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. Collagenius has landed in the UK. Why am I so excited by this? Because it contains really concentrated sources of lion's mane, 
anti-aging qualities, anti-inflammatory and how to Thank you and for listening to today's show and for your interest in health optimization for high performance. Health, if you're new to my podcast, you may be interested to know that you can get a free health score and report complete with personalized recommendations on how to optimize your sleep, nutrition, fitness, and resilience in the top link in the show notes below. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Links to everything we talked about are also in the show notes. And if you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe. So if you head over to bioptimizers.uk forward slash Angela and enter code Angela10, you will get 10% off Ecologenius. Um, that's Angela, sorry, it's bioptimizers.uk forward slash Angela if you're in the UK. And if you're anywhere else in the world, go to bioptimizers.com forward slash Angela and just enter code Angela10 at checkout and you too can upgrade your brain and have a silky smooth, lustrous hair and glowing skin all at the same time. That's a very wise approach. I think that we need to tune into ourselves. So rather than follow some kind of prescription from someone else or some sort of old-fashioned model that we might have of I've got to burn calories and work really hard, that's a fast way to burn out with all of the things that women now juggle. And so I think there are times, so our focus on building muscle mass is incredibly important because from the age of 30 onwards, as you said, Angela, if we don't do anything to counteract it, we start to lose our muscle mass from 30 onwards. So uh, weight training, I think, is very important, but I do agree that it's very important to do it in a way where you're not pushing yourself to the point of exhaustion because then that's counterproductive. You'll end up making a whole lot of stress hormones that goes against what you're trying to achieve. I also think that if someone's in, in stage three stress where their cortisol levels are actually very low, restorative practices are the most powerful thing they can do because they, their body needs to get the message that they're safe because we need to remember adrenaline says you're not safe, which has a big flow-on effect to our thyroid, our adrenals, our digestive system, our ovaries. Uh, so when we have to create a sense for the body again that it's safe and a breath and, and breath focused practices do that. So what I meant to say when I talked about the Tai Chi and there are many breath focused practices, when we do long, slow diaphragmatic breaths the way you do in Tai Chi, in meditation, in restorative yoga, for example, when we breathe diaphragmatically, you communicate to your body that you're safe because you activate a part of the nervous system called the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the beautiful calm arm of the nervous system. And when we, when we are living on adrenaline and we're doing short, sharp upper chest breathing, that drives what is called the sympathetic nervous system response. And so many rushing women, uh, when I wrote rushing woman syndrome, uh, essentially it's sympathetic nervous system dominance. It's as if you get stuck with that sympathetic nervous system activated, your breathing is usually very shallow and rapid and it just perpetuates the whole stress response. Whereas the diaphragmatic breathing, the restorative practices communicate to your body that you're safe again, which is incredibly restorative for your energy, to your nervous system, uh, and also to your body feeling safe to use fat as a fuel. Because when you're not producing huge amounts of adrenaline, you can use your fat efficiently as, uh, as a fuel again. So it sounds counterintuitive to women who are used to go, 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 to think, what do you mean I could do yoga and 
use my body fat more effectively. I'm not burning as many calories. No, no, there's so much more to it than that. You want to communicate safety to your body because when the when inside you, the chemistry knows it's safe, you'll use your fat very effectively as a fuel. So I think as far as exercise goes, I always look at what is where's the person at, so stage one, stage two, stage three of the stress response, and also what do they want to get out of their exercise. So the three things I personally identify as wanting to get out of exercise, I want strength because I always want to be able to carry things. I love gardening and really, it's really satisfying when you can lift something really heavy and just manage it all by yourself. That's very Absolutely. satisfying to me. <laughs> yeah, so I want to I maintain my strength. Uh, I want flexibility. I always want to be able to put my own shoes on. I never want another human to put my shoes on. I want to keep my driver's license forever. I don't want to have it restricted because I can't turn my neck anymore. So I think flexibility is the second thing I always want out of my exercise. And then the third thing is energy. And I want to qualify that because sometimes we will get energy from a gentle walk. Sometimes we'll get energy from a brisk walk. Sometimes we'll get energy from restorative yoga. So that's where that third one, I think we need to be very honest with ourselves about where we're at. If I've had a really busy, big week with a lot of tasks on my plate, I might have chosen for my week to look like that, but my my week has had, there's been a lot of movement. I'm going to do restorative practices and maybe some weights rather than I'm not doing anything that's go, go, go. Thanks for listening. Remember to review and subscribe. You can grab the show notes, the resources and highlights of everything Angela mentioned over at AngelaFosterPerformance.com. You can also snatch up plenty of other goodies, including the highly helpful Angela Recommends page, which is a list of everything she personally recommends to optimize your mind, body and lifestyle.